Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Battles, a strength and conditioning coach and the founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism. The Practice Brave Podcast brings you the relatable, trustworthy, and transparent health and fitness information you're looking for when it comes to coaching, being coached, and transitioning through the variables of motherhood and womanhood. If you're a pregnant or postpartum athlete or a coach working with this population, this show is specifically designed for you. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the Practice Spray Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about leadership and going over five leadership tactics that I feel actually help create influence. I think in 2020, we have all been tested and it's easy to see how how leaders have really pivoted and some changes that they've made. And we've also seen so much struggle, so much collective struggle and so much change. And we have to be adaptable in order to, yes, pursue our goals and vision and be a good leader, but also just to have sustainable health and interest and happiness. And this is a really hard conversation to have because obviously there are people fighting a lot of different battles right now, but I want to talk to you specifically about being a leadership in whatever capacity that means for you. Maybe that's in your home, that's your workplace, that's as an entrepreneur, whatever your form of leadership is, that's what I'm speaking to today. I have the privilege of coaching a lot of fitness professionals, a lot of coaches to go on and take a message and take information and put it into their community, to put it into their online space. And so because that is the angle that I'm coming from, I think that's what's going to resonate the most is for coaches and people having to use their voice and share their expertise and communicate effectively in order to get a point across, in order to get business, in order to make money, in order to pursue happiness, in order to pursue their passion, right? Like that's who I'm speaking to today. So whatever capacity that is for you and how you're utilizing that leadership, I want to speak to you in a way that's if you need to communicate effectively to other people and to create buy-in and share what you really care about, this is how I have done it in my business. And it's how I feel that within my integrity, I can share and teach. I'm not going to pretend to have this amazing business background because I don't. I have learned in the trenches and I have learned by bringing smarter people in to work alongside of me. I believe in a team culture. That's what I wrote my thesis on is how to cultivate a a positive team culture or something to that effect. I can't exactly remember. But when I wrote that, it was really like in a sport capacity, right? But now I'm using a team culture within my business, my small team, the people that I have working alongside of me, that's very lean. And I also use that extensively with the messaging I create, with the team of coaches that I have with the impact that I'm making with my business that extends so far beyond a brand, it's really become a movement. And my goal as a business and as a brand is to build others. I want athletes to have the information that they need in order to navigate the season that they're in. I want coaches to have the tools and the support and the connection in the community to grow into their own leadership positions, to be able to effectively communicate the knowledge that they have as professionals and get people to get it, to buy in, to connect with them, to read their posts, to sign up for their class, to to keep doing personal training, whatever it might be. Our goal as 
coaches and leaders is to be able to communicate effectively in a way that attracts people and doesn't uh, repel them, right? What I have seen on social media in particular is this attempt to get ahead by throwing somebody else under the bus. Leaders don't need to capitalize off of what somebody else is doing. They need to focus on what they can do uniquely and how they're welcoming that conversation, how they're bringing awareness and how they're asking people to come with me, learn with me, get in the trenches with me, and let's expand this conversation. We don't have to do that at the expense of another business or another brand or another message or some nuance. We don't, but that's what we see. We also see superficial marketing and and presence where it's like, well, if you follow this formula and send this exact email funnel and have this on your sales page and this tech thing, then you'll get clients and then you'll get business. And if you use this social media strategy, it will whatever, like all of these big promises that really just, it feels superficial. And one thing that I feel has set me apart personally is that I'm relatable. For the most part, the people who buy from me, the people who follow me, the people who like me do that because they relate to aspects of who I am. Maybe not everything, certainly not for everybody. I know that. But I think a main reason I have been successful is because I'm easy to relate to and that I attract that, right? And I welcome that. I want to know people. I want to communicate. I want to have a team with me. I don't want this to be just my voice. And I have never wanted that. I want to attract people and I want to say, come with me and we'll all get better together. I've built a multi six figure business in the trenches of motherhood. And I have coached in so many different capacities, but I lead in a way where I can take what I've learned as a business owner, what I've learned as an athlete, what I've learned as a coach and what I've learned as a parent. And I can create influence and impact in a way that still holds up to my own integrity and my ethics and what I feel will actually help people, not just what will sell, not just what will get the most engagement on social media. And I'm certainly not selling at the expense of somebody else and hurting other people, making them look bad. No, I will take my words and my vision and my input, and I will say it from my voice. And that's what I want to share. That's what attracts people. It becomes gross when you start to notice the tactics people are using in order to say the next, like the next thing, you know, the next thing that's going to get the most engagement or share the next picture that's going to um, resonate or the next call out. I mean, oh my God, have we not seen so much of that in 2020? But is that effective leadership? No, that's focusing on other people and other things and other businesses in order to make yourself look better. And that is just gross. And that repels people. How can you stay within your own integrity? Connect with the people that you want to connect with. Be effective in what you do because how you're able to deliver it. How can you do that better, guys? I like learning from a variety of people that started, you know, as a young athlete and young coach, trying to learn from people who had been in the trenches before me. God, my own kids have taught me how to be a better leader. Coaching different teams and now growing an international business has taught me how to be a better leader. I've paid attention. I listen to podcasts and read books and I try to understand 
from a variety of perspectives, what resonates naturally with me and what do I need to lean into more? So I naturally love learning from coaches and high-level athletes. I really find like the tactical profession very interesting to learn from because that's that's relatable for me. They're, it's performance-driven, process-driven. You know, these communities, they know what it means to trust. They know what it means to be trusted. They're resilient. They're collaborative. It's truly a team dynamic and a team culture. And it's extremely effective because those communities, they are looking to win. And with that, I wrote this down. I want to find it because I had it in my head on a run. When you are used to that environment as a coach or as an athlete, you know how to compete. You know how to win. You know how to lose with dignity. You know how to rebound and you know how to be a good sportsman. And that directly impacts your business. That directly impacts your leadership. That impacts how you connect and that impacts who you attract, right? And I think so many of you listening, connect with that in a lot of ways. I think that's, again, what, the, what I put out in the world might be similar to, to something that you connect with. But at the same time, you know, that, that kind of resonates with like that warrior, badass athlete brain mindset, right? But the other end of that spectrum is a victim mindset. And we have to be able to be emotionally intelligent to say that I am not either or. Leadership is in the middle and it's being able to lean into emotional intelligence and lean into that athlete brain and knowing how to leverage it appropriately for who you're talking to and what you're looking to convey, right? So if we have that spectrum, it's knowing what can I say now? How can I say this in a way that's going to harness goodness, harness integrity, harness impact without being extreme? Because extreme is repelling. We don't need that right now. Leadership needs to create collaboration and interest and conversation. We don't need to be divisive. And unfortunately, we've seen so much of that. And that's not part of the culture that I believe so deeply in. And that's not part of the culture that I have developed as a movement and as a business and as a team of coaches. The five leadership tactics that actually influence, at least in my opinion, that have worked well for me would be number one, storytell, show your whole self. That doesn't mean that you have to share every single aspect of your life, but when you're trying to connect with somebody, there needs to be a relatable factor there. And they, and that can be something from your past. That can be something from your present. That can be sharing an aspect of your parenthood, of your career, of what what you compete in or don't like it's finding a common thread and we do that by sharing part of our story it's easy to feel shut down it's easy to like want to hide under your blanket that's like my go-to thing when I'm like you know an extrovert I have like my I have to shut down moment it's hard to be vulnerable and know that sharing part of yourself and your story is what's going to actually create the most impact when you have these walls up, it's really hard for people to, to connect. And again, I feel like because I have shared so much of my life, that's why people want to buy from me. Yeah, it's what I know, but a lot of it is I trust her. I like her. I relate to her. I know her story. I know her life. I want to support her. That resonates. And it's an easier yes to connect. It's an easier yes. 
And I mean, so many of you listening are familiar with the work that I do. And this is what I hear from you, right? There's a personality behind this brand. There is a human behind every piece of work that I've put out there, behind every post, behind every course, behind every program. There is a human that has experienced a lot of this firsthand, that has been in the trenches with other people going through this and is continually willing to learn. And I share that. That is well-known, well-documented, and well-seen. You know my life. (laughs) So to piggyback off of that one, protect your energy so you serve better by having some boundaries in place. And that's a real hard one for me to learn and implement consistently. But this year especially has taught me that I really, I have to have strong boundaries in order to protect my my brain, my energy, my creativity, my family. Like there have been so many variables that are new that have been thrown our way that I've just gone into protective mode. It is so precious. It's so easy to, to spiral when you hear what's going on around us or to be impacted directly. I mean, we have all, I think, spiraled in one way or another for one reason or another this year. How can you better protect yourself? How can you better protect your business? How can you better protect your creativity and your leadership? That's setting boundaries around what you consume and who you consume it from and cutting out the toxicity in the places that you can. We can't avoid all of it. You know, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be haters. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be countless curveballs on top of what we've already experienced. But how can you hunker down and protect yourself so that it's that energy is able to be pure and maintained even in the trenches of struggle? Marketing, selling, and sharing with integrity. Oh, yeah. So, we see on social media in particular, and just on the news and all these different places, you'll see that people are selling in ways to me that feel really gross. And if I am put off by something, I'm certainly not buying. I'm certainly not trusting and I'm not listening because I can feel it. I could feel that it's gross, right? You know, when we're capitalizing and using shamey messaging, when we're throwing somebody under the bus, when just to make yourself look better, uh, when we are taking nuance and trying to say something that's, oh, that's going to be the next like thing that'll um, harness attention. Or when we're selling a superficial lifestyle, only showing the highlight reel, Uh, you can think about those guys on the private jets and it's just like, it's all fake, right? Like there's so much that is smoke and mirrors on social media and so many marketing tactics that are straight up gross. So if we're having to, if your strategy is to call people out, if your strategy is to make others look bad in an effort to make yourself look better, if your strategy is to have like a superficial fake front, people will see that and it is repelling. It is gross. Integrity will win. And I know that there's probably a lot of like, marketers that are like, Oh, but like you need some, you need that for engagement. I will never resort to gross tactics in my marketing, in my selling, in my promotion, in my sharing, just to make myself look better. I won't, I will not throw anyone under the bus. I will take what I need in order to like, 
I'll use whatever fuel I see that is thrown at me, whatever shade is thrown at me, and I will use it to help myself and my business and my brand and my message shine. People only throw shade at what shines, right? And so if you've experienced that and you see it, how does that feel? Does your leadership and how you sell repel people because of your tactic? I would rethink that, right? How can we do it in a way that stays within our integrity, isn't shamey, and doesn't hurt others in order to make ourselves look better? It's actually not hard to sell when you're selling from a place of goodness, right? Number four, be likable. And that doesn't mean that you have to be liked by everybody else, but you need to be approachable. People need to be able to feel like they can talk to you and have a conversation and not feel like you're going to judge them, right? One thing that I have loved seeing so much with my coaching community is that I've tried to set a foundation of like some pillars, some things that we can really lean into as coaches, some principles we can apply to coaching, pregnant, postpartum athletes, right? All of that kind of thing. But what I have loved is seeing how they apply it uniquely with their own voice, their own interests, their own, like just having an autonomous experience as a coach and having, and then they have that ability to impact others, right? Like teaching people what they need to know and then letting them apply it in the ways that they feel comfortable and confident and like building their own capacity there is really empowering. We have to do that in a way where I mean, if people weren't doing that, it would be super problematic, right? I don't want to create many Brianna battles. God, no, no. I want to have a team of people who we all bring different things to the table and we're doing good work together and uniquely and in important ways to different communities. That's how we have the greatest impact. And we do that. And I feel like I've done that because I am for the most part, I think, (laughs) approachable and likable, and I'm willing to have conversations. People feel like they can go and do, and that they're going to be supported because that is the culture that has been created by my behavior, by my actions, and by playing the long game with this. This isn't just a front of 2020. This is what I was doing two years ago, four years ago, and six years ago, and 10 years ago when I was really just trying to be a sponge and learn everything. I've built upon this, and I will continue to build upon this, and I will make mistakes, and I'll take ownership for that. Number five, trust yourself. Insecurity is so loud and obvious and authenticity is pure and noticeable. Do you trust yourself to be authentic? Do you trust yourself to show up? Do you trust yourself to keep learning? Do you trust yourself to adapt? Can you trust yourself to do good work within your integrity? I think you can. I think we all can. It's hard though, because with Having to trust yourself is it's a really vulnerable experience. It's the willingness to say, I'm likely going to be wrong. I'm going to mess up and I'm going to have to take ownership for that and be able to communicate that. I've had so many things that I've had to say and say differently and evolve over time in order to really hone in on who I am and who I'm becoming. Can my business and my effort and my leadership grow with me 
well, it freaking better, you guys. Like we can't be so rigid in these belief systems, so attached to a certain identity and way of doing things that we're stuck there. Trust your foundation of knowledge, of skill, of communication, and then build upon it so that it's optimized. But you have to trust yourself to do that, to be vulnerable, to get in the arena, to take the hits and to be resilient to them. You can do that. As a leader, you don't need to have an agenda. It's really just about sharing a purpose, sharing your passion, sharing information in a way that's welcoming and not divisive in a way where people are going to want to say, yes, count me in. I believe in that. I care about that too. I want to learn more. Are we asking those questions? Are we creating that feel? Are we putting that vibe out there? That's what I'm working on. I care about making that impact that leaning into others and building others because that will in turn build the thing that I care a hell of a lot about which is athleticism for a lifetime where we really look at different seasons of a woman's life and athleticism and know how to respect that, know how to coach that, know the messaging that's critical for that time and be able to communicate it effectively so that it's actually implemented so that people connect and believe in it. Leadership isn't throwing people under the bus to to set yourself apart. Leadership is taking people on the bus with you and teaching them how to drive their own bus. That's something that I wrote in a tweet, like a one-off thing. And I believe that. I believe that in my soul, that it's not just about having your own agenda and your own thing that you believe and your own voice. That's important. But is it taking people with you? Is it welcoming people? And then is it showing them how to do it themselves? That's what leadership is. It's taking them on the bus with you and teaching them how to drive their own bus. If you have ever thought about becoming a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I want to join you because what I teach is not just about core and pelvic health exercises or what's appropriate for pregnancy and postpartum or not. It's about creating and implementing a team culture. It's about having a connected team. It's about collaborating and it is about supporting women across their lifetime of athleticism. And we have to be able to coach to pregnancy and postpartum and in order to support that. I believe in this so strongly. And I know that it's something that many, many coaches and many athletes resonate when saying, God, I wish I had that. I want to become who I needed, or I totally see this need in my gym or with my clients. And if that's something that you've considered that you feel called to feel interested in, I would like to invite you to become a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. Think that the foundation of leadership is taught in that course. It's not a formula. It is a course that creates critical thinkers and leaders. And that is something that I am so proud of. That is a legacy that I will leave as a leader, as an athlete, as a coach, and as a mother. And I want to welcome you to join me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love it if you could leave a review that helps get the vibe of the conversations happening here out there. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are a coach and anything about this resonated with you, I want to encourage you to check out becoming a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. It's an online certification for coaches and trainers, whether you've been coaching for years and years, or you're thinking about a whole 
different career pivot or just a hobby where you want to be a trustworthy person in your community, at your gym, online, who can help guide athletes through pregnancy and postpartum. And you might be thinking, okay, well maybe, but I don't really coach athletes. So remember, an athlete is a person pursuing fitness across a spectrum of interest and ability, right? So if we can coach a really high level athlete, we can also be able to coach the really like average mom who just wants to be able to take care of her kids and do so without symptoms and pain and discomfort. So we really have to be able to coach a spectrum of women through these chapters. And I want to encourage you to consider becoming that coach. Maybe it's the coach that you wish you would have had, or it's the coach that you know is absolutely necessary in your community, in your gym, and you can see the value of this message and information. So if you wanna learn more about that, check out the link in the show notes.